0: and welcome back to the Sisters in Sustainability podcast. I am your host, Victoria Lynn. It's International Women's Month, which means we are here to celebrate the accomplishments of the incredible women working to achieve the United Nations' 17 Sustainable Development Goals. This week, we are joined by an aspiring presidential candidate and your Miss wilkes barre Shakira Jackson. Thank you so much for joining us today. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit more about who you are and what you do.
1: So thank you so much for having me on, Victoria. I really appreciate this beautiful opportunity. Um, But nevertheless, yes, my name is Shakira. I do so, so much. So telling you the entire resume will be here for ages. Um, But just a few things to pinpoint. Um, You know, I consider myself to be an activist first. Um, I'm currently pursuing a master's in a JD. My master's is in democracy and governance. And um, my social impact initiative involves voter education, civic engagement, and I guess a fun fact about me, I can also sing with my mouth closed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So your goal is to advocate for civic engagement for our youth. Tell me, why do you think that this is the cause that you picked? Why is this important to you? Sure, so growing up,
1: you know, I, I didn't have that much to look forward to, just in the sense of me kind of being unfortunate when it came to, you know, my financial circumstances and, you know, I was homeless at some point and, you know, it's just been a, a rough, rough road. Um, but, you know, we, we've come and came to greater things now. I'm really, really impressed and proud about that. But um, more of the story, one of the things that I really just look forward to when I was younger was going to the polls with my mom. Um, the election day and voting, like was, that was just like my, my day that I would count down and look forward to every day. Um, or every year, per se, in the sense of me kind of going and seeing so many people just waiting in line, wanting to exercise their, you know, right to vote. And, and, you know, my mom, she's a, a civic engagement activist as well. So I really got my motivation and just inspiration from her. But, you know, outside of that, it was just me kind of saying, well, wow, like these people, they, they, they care so much about our democracy. And then, you know, learning about it in school and history classes, then later in college, and now master level, you know, it's really just, you it's so many elements to it and I'm glad that I got that exposure so early because I mean like I didn't know you know about redistricting or you know like I said civic engagement in the more like detailed you know description but I do think in the sense of just those small elements of seeing the community come together for this one specific pillar that was what really inspired me to want to pursue change and become the activist that I am.
0: What was your first experience with any kind of civic engagement?
1: well I mean outside of going to the polls with my mom I think as far as like individual activism uh, I guess I would have to say being in my history course um so this was the this is the story I always tell in the sense of why I always tell people I want to run for president one day. Um, so my history teacher, we were going over some crazy history lesson, um, and I was like, hmm, "Oh my goodness, I need to do something about this." And being the exciting, you know, political activist that I am, or at least that I that I knew I was, but then, you know, back then I didn't know what any of this these long words meant. Um, but I I was like, you know, one day I'm going to do this. I'm going to run for president, and I'm going to you know change the world in so many different ways. And voting it just happened to be one of those pillars that my civic engagement or my history teacher civics teacher was really emphasizing. And so um, I thought, well, how can I volunteer? At the time, I wasn't old enough, you know, to to pursue like the higher level volunteering at the polls, etc. But there were small things that I could do to help out, like creating awareness, like um, having, you know, voter registration drives at my, my middle school. And so that's what I, I
0: decided to do. And after that, we just took off from there. Sustainable Development Goal 16 is peace, justice, and strong institutions, and it's centered around promoting peaceful and inclusive societies for sustainable development, provide access to justice for all, and build effective, accountable, and inclusive institutions at all levels our justice system has been highly criticized because of violence that we're seeing against people of color, a failure to properly prosecute and achieve justice for victims of violent crimes. And we're seeing a huge kind of, I wanna say highlight in a negative way uh, of the systemic and racial biases that are very clearly present um, in the way that the people who serve us serve their citizens. And fear, I think, is a common theme when people think about people in power or, you know, possibly the government. And I think, especially as women, you know, fear drives a lot of the precautions that we take. And according to the United Nations, actually, one in every three women is afraid to walk alone at night for fear of experiencing some form of violence. And I think that we live in a world where our justice systems are unfortunately failing us and failing to help us. And it's really clear that people are losing faith in the people that are set out to protect and serve us. When we live in a world with a preset system where the division of power is so uneven between our citizens and our government, it's easy for people to see why there's such little faith in our governmental bodies. So what are you doing and what can we do to help bridge that gap?
1: Hmm. Well, I mean, taken into consideration, because that was definitely a lot of facts and statistics and everything. That was a big jump from, you know, what we were discussing, Um, I guess. Could you perhaps like just be more specific with like the question that you're asking? So, um, or just kind of rewording it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So there's a huge division in power between the people, us and, and our governmental bodies. And I think it's why a lot of people lose faith. In yeah. in the voting system. So mm-hmm. what can we do as citizens to kind of help bridge that gap between people and government and make it seem more human and obtainable? Sure, sure. Um, so I think what I'm
1: thinking of, you know, when the whole George Floyd stuff happened, and, you know, when our, our people just kind of lost hope, and we're still kind of seeing, you know, the apathy and the the people just losing hope in, in our democracy system. And so I think for me, um, one of the reasons, and I'll answer this in two ways. One of the reasons I think people are losing hope, um, is just in the sense of, I guess, they don't think that they're seeing results, they're kind of, but here's the thing, I think people, are waiting on someone to come and save them when in reality they shouldn't be waiting on any on anybody you know i think you know if you want to see change if you want things to to happen and, and you want to you want to see these in quotations results you need to get out there and go advocate for it yourself that's why when i run into people in and then people always tell me they're like ah, oh, you know those, those those people that are that don't believe in the power of activism I always tell them like man you know if only you knew you know i'm not the one to sit back and complain i'm gonna go i'm gonna get things done i'm I'm going to talk to our senators. I'm going to talk to our local officials and
0: I'm going to see, you know, what I can do to kind of combat these types of issues you mentioned before and I know I mentioned it earlier that you'd like to run for president one day. So what's the next step in that journey for you?
1: <laughs> oh man. Well, Currently, I'm putting together my local campaign. Um, So, you know, I'm starting at the local level, I feel like I can do this activism stuff for the rest of my life, because I don't have to, you know, put up any receipts or anything like that. When you're running for office, it gets very complex, especially, you know, as you progress, and you go higher and higher and higher. Um, So, you know, trying to get donors, Fundraise, kind of some of the stuff that you we're doing, you know, as as Miss Pennsylvania candidates, but a little bit more, you know, government-y and the things of that nature. And so once I finish my degrees, because um, school is just a drag, but I, uh, you know, it's, uh, for a greater purpose. So once that's up and finished, you know, looking forward to my local campaign. And then, um, hopefully one day after, cause people, but you know what? People always ask me, they're like, Shakira, we already know you're going to become president. They're like, what are you going to do after you become president? Like what's after that? And I'm like, well, you know, I'll just like chill on my yacht and like, you know, eat sushi. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But, um, yeah, that's what I would say.
0: So what type of platform I, would you, would you hope to run on? I mean, do you have any campaign idea what your main focus would be? Sure. So I can't leak all of my ideas <laughs> because you know what
1: they say. You know, I you can't, you can't let, the crowd know all of the sauce. But no, I, I genuinely think my voter education platform um, is really something that I feel really strongly about. And it's, uh, I'm seeing a lot of trends, um, you know, specifically with our local, with our senators, you know, a lot of senators and, and, and a lot of other people are in the office right now. They're speaking up about this issue, but I find it it's one of those issues that are kind of on the back burner, like, you know, and I get it, you know, there are so many issues right now in our political system. It's like, how can you kind of shine light to just one specific but I do think from me being so engaged in this specific topic and from me just having you know from the life experiences to the educational standpoint you know from me studying this doing so so much research on this um you know volunteering at the polls being a campaign manager like I literally just like this is my life so it's like if I didn't pursue this you know and and using it more as like a campaign tactic it would it would probably hurt me in the long run because people would be like well you know if I if I were to pick another issue that I like passion about but it's like. Eh, you know, cause like I can talk about civic engagement literally all day. Like this is my breakfast, lunch and dinner,
0: Victoria. So yes. <laughs> all right. So bringing it back a little bit to sustainability, but staying in the realm of politics, cause obviously yes. this is something that you're incredibly knowledge about, knowledgeable about. If you could sit down with world leaders right now, what sustainability issue would you talk to them about?
1: Now, you kind of be throwing me for a loop with this whole sustainability uh, topic because, you know, I when I think of sustainability, I always think of environmental, you know, justice and all those things. But I do think to some degree, all of, and, and even thinking to all of the other girls' platforms, you know, in, within the Miss America organization, it's like, I find it that a lot of our platforms kind of in a way, feed off of one another, because even if you know someone over here is tackling hunger or someone over here is, is tackling mental health. Uh, nine times out of 10, there are some like root causes, like looking at this from like a tree or like a circle standpoint, there are some arrows that are pointing back to something else that kind of interconnects all of our issues together. And I find that it's the same way with my voter education platform. You know, in order to see true change, I mean, one of the biggest topics right now in the environmental industry is, you know, nuclear energy. Is it is it clean? Is it, you know, is it something that we should use? Is it not? Um, you know, there are policies being put forth, um, you know, and, and, and there's the question right now, there are, people in office right now who are voting on these types of things. And so there's the, the key element in the bridge right there, right? Tying together why voting is so important and how it kind of impacts our day-to-day life. And so I think going back to your question, I guess, sustainability, it would be to to bring more um, of the voting mindset into our political world and to sustain that. Because I feel like we had it at some point, but it's definitely like lost itself throughout the years, I feel like. Um, And even in the sense of discussing like the constitution and, you know, all of these other elements that I, you know, I won't get into, but I think all of those things kind of internet or kind of interconnect and um, kind of really just exemplifies the sustainability aspect.
0: Awesome. No, I I totally agree, and that's something that I really try to focus on, especially with this podcast, is how interconnected really every woman is to one another through their social impact initiative, and that's what sustainability is. I mean, the United Nations released these 17 Sustainable Development Goals for the purpose of bettering the lives of people everywhere, whether it's through social justice reform, improving our educational systems you know, increasing voter informativity and information tracking and and giving people that ability to be informed, well-rounded citizens to be able to go out and vote. So you're exactly right. But leading into that, this is gonna be our last question for our interview. And it's been the last question I've asked all of our guests. And I think that you are probably one of the perfect people to ask this to. What is one thing you would tell a young person or a piece of advice that you would give to somebody who wants to help change the world? Hmm. I think I would say embrace
1: authenticity. You know, that's like the biggest trend in quotations trend right now, right? Like a lot of people are like, oh yeah, you know, just be yourself. But that's not easy. You know, especially like now, like with social media being like the the biggest element, the biggest tool, we're constantly comparing ourselves. We're constantly trying to be like, you know, the next person and this person. And it's like, Dude, no, just be you. I, I promise you, you will excel. You will go very, very far in life if you just embrace your individuality. You know, my mom, she named me Shakira Unique Jackson for a reason. And I have to embrace the uniqueness in me because I feel like, you know, I've made it this far. And I have yet to meet a person that said, Shakira, I don't like your true self. Um, And so I guess that's all right with me. But even if they didn't, at the end of the day, I could sleep well because I know that I am being my best and authentic self. So, you know, you're going to win regardless. I'm rooting for you. Whoever's out there and needed to hear this message because authenticity will get you far. And yes, stay blessed queen.
0: (laughs) Shakira, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a privilege getting to talk about you and getting to talk about the amazing work that you do to help get our youth involved. Everybody, you can learn more about Shakira's mission by following her on Instagram at Miss Wilkesbury Scranton. Learn more about how you can help achieve the United Nations 17 Sustainable Development Goals by following us on Instagram at Sisters in Sustainability Podcast and at Sustainability Starts With You. Join the hashtag Cispod nation today and remember that sustainability really does start with you. Thanks for listening.